Hi, hello, namaste to all my listeners. I'm your host Sarthak Varshne, and I welcome you all to the Balls of Steel Show, where you get an insight into the business mindset of the entrepreneurs. Dhandoni Soch. So hi guys and welcome back to the Balls of Steel Show, and today we have someone special. Honestly, I should say that all of my guests are special. I guess I have I've said this a lot of times, but yes, all of all of my guests are very special to me. So we have another special guest from Bangalore this time, and Bangalore being the startup hub. The guest we have, he's doing a start, or uh, he's doing he's running a company and uh, and startup in the technology sector. Definitely, it's Bangalore, and the most exciting part that it's kind of in the AI sector, right? And they've got lots and lots of solutions and services that these guys are providing. But the best part around it is that it's AI. Okay, so let me not delay it any further. Let me welcome on board. We have Kunal Kunal Kisle from Integrate Integration Resort Solutions Private Limited. Hi, Kunal. How are you? Hey, Sarthak. I'm 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 great. How's how's everything going? Everything is perfectly all right. That's that's great, Kunal. So good to listen to that. I, and I'm so sorry, I kind of messed up the name. It's 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 integration, right? It's it's or it's integrated. It's integration wizards. It's yes. integration wizards. Oh my god, that's why you guys call yourself IWS. So guys, these guys are like leg- legit wizards. And uh, as Kunal mentioned to me earlier, their customers call them IWS. So I I wonder what kind of wizardry stuff are they doing with their integrations <laughs> with the technology and the clients that they are serving to. So Kunal, before we begin, okay. uh i i'll begin by asking you our signature question okay so sure. let me ask you a signature question that what is the business that you are into because of which we are going to say that you've got the balls of steel right sir so i i think uh, you know uh, i mean uh, stating very simply uh, yeah. we help our customers make sense of visual data right so as okay. as human beings uh, what you'd see around yourself mm-hmm. most of the information that uh, you know uh, that 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 you acquire you you are uh, you know you know uh, that that's made available to you mm-hmm. it's vis- visual and uh, you know kind of uh, in the world out today uh, you know kind of there are cctv cameras there are uh, mobile phones there are drones that are generating you know uh, a lot of uh, information a lot of uh, videos right. images what we do with our platform iris is uh, provide our customers a mechanism of uh, making sense of that right so essentially okay. trying to decipher what's what's happening out there mm-hmm. so you know uh, our, our customers use it in security uh, you know kind of they want to ensure the security of their bank vaults uh, their cold loan chains uh, you know uh, their warehouses uh, mm-hmm. that's that's one key impl- application of our solution uh we also you know have a lot of applications uh, as far as health and safety is concerned uh, right so to to be able to you know kind of uh, understand any unsafe uh, you know operations that are actually going on right so right. a person you know working close to a forklift not wearing helmet you know tons of those use cases uh, that are out there and uh, mm-hmm. you know kind of uh, i think uh, makes us really proud that uh, you know in some way or the other we are able to you know kind of uh, help our customers uh, make their premises safer okay so let me try and recollect that that's a lot of services because you guys are providing one is in the healthcare sector right and the other one is the integration of services using your platform i iris iris right if i heard that right 
Correct, right? Iris. Iris. I R I S. Okay. Uh, so, and, uh, you know, yes, yes, yes. And the? Uh, so, it wasn't healthcare per se, it's health yeah. and safety. Health uh, and so, safety. it's basically occupational hazard uh, okay. prevention. Okay, occupational hazard prevention. Okay, so before we move any forward with the, you know, uh, digging of the, all the information about your business, uh, Kunal, I would want to know that what is it with you techie guys naming every uh, platform or naming every wizard such stuff around... Uh, females like iris is a platform and i'm reminded of tony stark who re- who named his specs edith so is is there anything with the female name or something like that uh so uh, iris kind of uh, made sense because <laughs> okay. uh, ultimately we are helping our customers see right. and see better uh-huh. right so uh you know kind of uh, thereby uh, the name iris so, but it's, it's an acronym it, it stands for uh integrated real-time inference system so uh, okay 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 i get that that's so so did you come come up with that name first and then you came up with the acronym did that happen that way uh yes pretty much <laughs> yeah, pretty much right so we started we came up with the name first and then uh, okay you know kind of people started asking uh, uh, we came up with an acronym that made sense Okay, I get that. I get that. That's great, Kunalia. <clears throat> okay, so that means there's this platform Iris with which you're providing plenty of services in terms of integration, in terms of AI and healthcare hazard prevention services. So, Kunal, why don't you help me understand, like, first of all, who basically are your customers? So, uh, you know, our, our customers are in, uh, you know, kind of various different pockets, I'd say, uh, you know, kind of a major part of our customers are, uh, you know, manufacturing premises. And, uh, you know, you talk of uh, the top three alcohol makers in India, right? Uh, you know, uh, you know, the top three FMCGs in India, mm-hmm. they, they pretty much, uh, you know, kind of are our, our customers. And, uh, you know, what, what we essentially, you know, help them do is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, provide a mechanism where uh, they can, you know, uh, they can ensure the safety of, uh, you know, people who are involved in the manufacturing process, because okay. there are uh, tons of machines out there, uh, okay. you know, kind of, there are, there are chances uh, at every step for, mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, kind of sustaining an injury. So okay. compliance to safety norms is, is, is very important for these organizations. And, okay. uh, you know, that's what we help them to. Okay. Okay. So these are the kind of customers. So basically you are <clears throat> providing them these kind of services. Now, if I'm not right, if I'm not wrong to, you know, understand the details of the business. So you are majorly working with computer vision and AI with every service that you're providing. Am I right? That's correct. Yes. Okay. So how does that benefit any, you know, uh, customer? So if you could help me understand better with the use case, that would be really great. Sure. So uh, let's let's just take uh, you know uh, the example of uh, a construction site. Okay. Right? Uh, so uh, you know, uh, uh, without naming the customer, it's mm-hmm. uh, you know kind of one of the largest uh, in the construction uh, you know industry. Right. Right. So uh, I mean, if you look at uh, you know uh, while uh, you know uh, a large structure is being constructed, uh, there are uh, you know kind of activities like uh, you know working at height when somebody is actually suspended and, uh, you know, kind of either cleaning or painting or, you know, kind of doing different things. Mm-hmm. There are people who are working, uh, you know, in areas where uh, there are large machines uh, that are working like diggers, uh, you know, blenders, etc. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, conventionally, what these you know uh, what these customers actually did uh, was to have uh, CCTV cameras and okay. then you know have people you know sitting in a you know a viewing center uh, and uh, you know all the cctv feed getting displayed there and they would, they would typically be looking at it to make sure that something wrong is not happening and when i say something wrong it would essentially mean you know kind of somebody is basically suspended but has not uh, tethered uh, mm-hmm. correctly right okay. so there's a chance of falling down right somebody is working under uh, heavy machinery without a hard helmet right i mean the, you know an a-, a simple accident can be fatal there right so uh-huh. Uh, and people would uh, actually be monitoring some of these, uh, you know, uh, setup. Set but okay. I mean, look at uh, a construction zone that you know can spans ten acres, right? So you're mm. going to have hundred hundred cameras, hundred and fifty cameras. Mm. Can can we expect people to be looking at that feed twenty four cross seven mm. and trying to find each and everything that's going wrong there? Mostly not. Nee. Right. And and that's where we come in. Mm-hmm. we plug into their cctv inf- infrastructure mm-hmm. and uh, you know what our models are basically we call them ai pipelines it, it identifies okay. if something is going wrong right it's, it's able to identify if okay. a person is in a hazard zone not wearing a helmet mm-hmm. and the moment we identify we you know kind of let go a siren right so you know in that particular area there would be a automated mm-hmm. announcement that'll okay. go in that you know a gentleman is not uh, you know compliant with safety norms and so, okay. so you can basically avoid an accident before it has happened oh nah that's that's really really great yeah so basically you are enabling ai in big 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 companies primarily in the health and hazard sector right trying to prevent uh, any sort of hazard that could potentially happen and uh, generating a lot of employment around that and enabling companies at a bigger scale and saving a lot of cost to them right absolutely uh, you know kind of saving uh, you know a cost is definitely a by product right. but uh, you know kind of ensuring that uh, you know uh, fatalities and accidents do not occur right. is uh, is the primary output of uh, what we provide right so that's that's a <clears throat> very noble business to be into i would say kunal that you're thinking about people's life and all these hazardous places and taking care for them so tell me like where did you really get this idea from ki to do something in ai and before you also answer that just just answer this quick question that are all your products ai enabled or is it like some are ai enabled or some are just simple tech solutions that you provide to companies as per like their sows so we have just this product uh and and we are a product based company we, okay. uh, and and the only solution that we provide is uh, ai for computer vision um, i mean ai for cctv cameras and other okay. video sources okay so. okay okay my god i mean uh, i don't know if you've recently seen this uh, <coughs> uh tv series by the name point of uh, person of interest you are reminding me of me of that series like that, that there's a machine there's an ai which is like actually an ai for all the uh, cctv cameras and it can detect everything like legit everything so you are kind of a brains like that oh my god kunal you could be dangerous i should i be scared so not necessarily scared of us start fact <laughs> because so we are uh, yeah. we are mostly into uh, you know kind of identify the violations not okay. the violators oh, okay uh, but okay. yes the world world around us is changing and right. uh, surveillance uh, uh-huh. through cctv is becoming you know kind of uh, an important thing 
right uh, worldwide right? Uh, right you know kind of privacy as we know uh, mm-hmm. might might be at risk very soon and right. uh, you know that's pretty much uh, the reason why several countries mm-hmm. uh, including ours mm-hmm. have uh, taken a very uh, you know i i'd say a very strong step towards uh, you know formulations uh, like gdpr in in, in the europe uh, right. you know kind of that uh, that helps safeguard the privacy of uh, a eu citizen mm-hmm. india has a pdpa uh, you know kind of something that's uh, that's there in the parliament right now hope it gets uh-huh. passed soon right and and we'll have uh, you know kind of probably as uh, as strong a uh, you know privacy uh, rule uh, or or law as uh, as that of uh, the european union so wow that's that's great yeah that's uh... something really new to me so now kunal help me understand like you're doing such a great job you've you've created a business that to such a large scale business and serving such big customers doing such a great job where did you really get this idea from i think uh, you know kind of uh, the the fact that uh, you know kind of uh, i pretty much uh, read it somewhere i can't really you know kind of uh, put my finger to where uh-huh. but uh, uh 95% of the world's data that's produced is visual uh right. and we're producing petabytes of information every day right mm-hmm. so and uh, 95% of that is in images is in videos mm-hmm. uh and uh, you know and, and unlike uh, you know kind of unlike uh, i would say established ai regime around uh, you know kind of processing numerical data or processing text language nlp kind of uh, thing mm-hmm. and we we did not at this at least at the point when we started we did not have a you know i would say enterprise ready mechanism of uh, right. processing visual information because there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of valuable information that's contained there right and you know kind of uh, that pretty much uh, made me think that it It really made sense uh, to you know kind of do something in this in this particular area. Okay, that's a big vision that you had, I would say. My God. Okay, so Kunal, when we talk about AI and specifically in these uh, you know terms of uh, visual AI, right, in the sector in which you are working, right. it's it's very evident that everything that we are doing today is visual we talk about let's just talk about weather itself right no matter how many sensors we put but we still look forward to visual imagery yeah, imd creates visual imagery data so like the recent volcanic eruption you would have heard about that had visual imagery mm-hmm. data right so since everything is going visual can your ai if not your ai can ai or is ai developed enough that it can help uh, discover or you know it can be helpful in disaster management like this i think it already is okay. uh, so uh, you know kind of uh, there are uh, you know this are uh, you know kind of drones uh, right. in, in a big way are uh, you know kind of uh, catering to disaster response teams and and mm. the way they do it uh, mm. is because you know they're able to make sense of visual information right so uh, okay. i mean drone is nothing but a camera that's flying right so right. To, to a large extent it's it's a camera that flies right. and uh, you know kind of uh, being able to ascertain what's actually going down there uh, being able you know right from survey to you know kind of uh, identifying people who are stuck in you know kind of uh, in a disaster area uh, when could be floods could be anything else uh, you know that's 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 something uh, i mean where uh, you actually see artificial intelligence computer vision uh-huh. playing a significant role in uh, disaster management right. it's doing that today okay so 
while you were talking about all of this right i was actually reminded of iron man of me watching avengers and the way he's flying through his suit saying are there any people in the building and jarvis comes up and says no no signs of oh, you know humans and no signs of biology found so tell me kunal is all of this really possible with the ai and is this all a part of visual ai be it thermal be it oh uh, you know no actual visual or i don't know is this all possible like and with what you're developing will this be coming into picture anytime soon so uh, i mean i i if you, if you look at it right so except for uh, you know kind of uh, i would say a man like look uh, you know uh-huh. i mean tesla is not very uh, different from what iron man is right so it it, it doesn't fire missiles uh-huh. but uh, it it definitely uh, you know kind of does a lot of uh, you know lot of this stuff uh, that's that's based on visual information it's able to sense true uh, it's able to define its own path uh-huh. uh, it's it's able to stop put the brakes when uh, it's supposed to so mm-hmm. it's it's a combination of identification we call that inference in mm-hmm. uh, you know in ai terminology right. an action uh, right. you know we call that automation so yeah. i mean yes uh, if if uh, it makes business sense then you know it is possible i mean technically i think we are already there where uh, you know somebody who wants to build it can build right. it. The, the real question is is there a business uh, sense of investing uh, that kind of money uh, i would say military would definitely have that business sense <laughs> military can have right, that right, and right. definitely you know uh, during disaster management and intense amount of floods and that we talk about unforeseen floods right such there had happened recently we all know about such floods right this this right. technology can be a lifesaver because you know uh, i don't know you you are the military men they are just walking in they don't know there's so many houses people are trapped in many times mm-hmm. we talk about disaster management people don't even know that you know they are supposed to stand on the roof and uh, open up their hands making a symbol of why that yes they need help right right it's a basic knowledge the common sense but many people still don't know that right and many times that we have, we would have seen that you know the disaster management stuff happens uh, in rural areas right so right. such technology can definitely be a life saver and i so already see a business model happening with the military and in case you get to this business model don't forget to include me in your ideators okay i would be more than happy for that <laughs> okay sure, sure, so sure, uh now kunal help me understand since we are in a very pandemic kind situation right now and uh, i'll say because it hasn't ended completely so i've been to airports and you know i've seen those thermal scanners there and everything so does that also have ai and if yes can ai in any way help uh, you know uh, combat the covid-19 situation So uh, the the thermal scanners per se they uh, that's that's not an AI that's uh, basically okay. sensors uh, infrared sensors that okay. uh, basically is able to tell you uh, mm-hmm. you know kind of uh, the the temperature right so okay. you know the, of the object of interest but uh, you know kind of we had a significant role to play with a lot of our customers uh, uh-huh. probably across thousands of CCTV cameras during uh-huh. the pandemic helping them uh, you know kind of better. Uh, mitigate the effects of it right so i mean we had uh, uh you know ai models around uh, face mask compliance around social distancing we had uh, you know access control without uh, you know with, with just uh, you know face recognition as compared to okay. you know, fingerprints which might actually become 
a source of infection right mm-hmm. so uh, so i mean we had these three use cases and uh, these were uh, you know kind of pandemic pandemic actually uh, saw a uh, you know kind of significant adoption of these use cases uh, okay. you know, across uh, you know several different uh, premises manufacturing premises warehouses etc okay so basically you have already enabled that okay also help me understand this on uh, on a technical part of it kunal to the uh, the service the iris your platform that you're providing as a service to the enterprises right is it at the existing infrastructure or do you ask the enterprise to upgrade the infrastructure so let's see just for an example i have a a, a media a, let's say a very good high vision cctv cameras at my place okay and i've got let's say hundreds of them okay and now considering the situation i call upon you that kunal come in and you know do make the cameras do this 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 so that i can achieve so and so task can you do that or you will you ask me to you know upgrade my infrastructure total totally we pretty much always never ask uh, our customers to you know kind of change the infrastructure i, I think we kind of also uh, you know convey it as our uh, usp Uh, oh. so as long as your camera was manufactured after 2004 uh it is 1.3 megapixel and above right. which pretty much every camera out there is right. uh, pretty much 21 find 1.3 it's two right so so uh, we we support that and uh, oh you know kind of uh, we don't ask our customers to change uh, the infrastructure at all that is insane kunal i i can't even imagine like i mean i feel like uh you guys should have been a part of the three that's film and probably integrated a solution with the drone that these guys flew in three days and shown that on the tv itself and today you guys could have been you know again standing with uh, madhavan or amir khan for the same part of it that's this is really really great man i can't even imagine so that means if you guys can do this your solutions can also be integrated integrated in at home levels in with iot also right so uh, uh so sartak i think that that's another area that we're working on uh, you okay. know kind of uh, i mean we don't have a active customer right now but we are in uh, in the pilot phase okay uh, for uh, you know kind of home automation that's based on uh, based on cameras so far we've been taking the sensor out and right. that means we don't have to have too many of them right uh one camera can cover your entire room right uh, one uh, so any time you you know kind of re- re- register your uh, you know friends and your uh, mates etc uh-huh. somebody unknown comes in you get a notification on your phone right uh, because we are able to do the face recognition right uh you know if you want to just switch on the fan just wave right. the camera uh, right with, you know kind of having a particular gesture uh-huh. i mean you don't really need uh, tens of different uh, you know uh, interfaces to do that right so i mean essentially uh, you know kind of uh, i mean to something like this to you know something probably more uh, acute uh, in in terms of importance uh, like mm-hmm. uh, you know a toddler uh, being you know kind of uh, being unguarded or unattended mm-hmm. or uh, maybe an elderly uh, person walking walking out of uh, the premises uh, right. without uh, necessarily having any help somebody's fallen down all of that right so can can actually be identified So we were working towards some of that. Uh, you know, hopefully this year uh, we'll get to see some of that. Kunal, if you are really able to achieve that, there's a big market shift that you can potentially bring, because as you rightly said, all of this happens using sensors only right now. The entire home automation is heavily dependent on sensors. right so we talk like you mentioned mentioned about 
uh, elderly person falling down that's a toppling sensor that we have in our apple watches right. today right if we talk about baby right. crying that's a sound sensor right that's the Right. But if you can get those, because right now, if we talk in terms of home automation, we've got temperatures, we've got door opening, closing sensors, we've got humidity sensors, presence sensors, motion detection, whatnot, right? And I, I still cannot believe that you can do all of that with just one camera, that too, which potentially could have been manufactured that back and you can still manage that. That is a market disruptor. What What's, what's your opinion about that? We are hoping to be that. We have taken a you know, home automation, uh, definitely. I mean, it's kind of an advanced uh, market in, in, in North, North America, in Europe. Right. But in India, it's still in nascent stages, right? right. So, I mean, you did see some of the solutions coming out from right. uh, the likes of Airtel and maybe Tata Sky also uh-huh. on the verge. Uh, but, uh, you know, kind of, uh, I think what uh, we, we are trying to take, a, you know, kind of uh, all visual approach to this, uh, right. which, uh, you know, we believe can become, a, you know, a disrupting service uh you know kind of more so because i mean just just think of it uh Sarkar, think uh-huh. of it as a human being uh-huh. right so uh you've got an eye inside you're able to look inside your home versus uh-huh. you're able to hear you're able to sense uh right. you know, kind of what will you what will you trust more uh you know kind of uh, to be able to you know essentially safeguard your home I mean, if you've got, if you've got uh, you know, if you're, if you're able to look, you're able, you're going to be able to find, a, you know, a toddler who is, uh, you know, kind of uh, in a, in distress or, a, or an elderly who has fallen down or, right. uh, you know, kind of so many other things. I mean, I sensors, uh, you know, kind of uh, have the, the sort of limitation that there are a lot of things that, uh, you know, can potentially go wrong. And, uh, you know, I mean... <laughs> the level of trust that you might have uh, right. on, on something that's based on actually seeing something versus I completely get that but you know still I am not able to digest the whole idea because you very rightly said the Indian market in, in terms of home automation is a nascent stage American market is at a very matured state but I like I follow home automation I haven't seen or heard anything of this sort coming up this is kind of next level wherein with one visual camera you can do a lot i mean i don't know so some probably I'm, I'm thinking that some time later your company might just come up and say that we, with camera we can tell you what's the temperature of the room i just cannot believe that if that happens like legit with a thermal camera people can with uh, a thermal no, camera yes, that, but uh, then probably you'll have to integrate the two technologies together like the visual and thermals together yeah. right Right, right. So I, I think at the root of it, uh, you know, kind of if I were to place it, uh, is, is the fact that uh, uh-huh. you know, kind of uh, computer vision uh, has uh, had two different stages. Uh, we are okay. the second one. I mean, uh, you know, kind of uh, you'd see most of, uh, you know, kind of other organizations or uh, a lot of our competitors actually focusing on the first part, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, object recognition right so object recognition and right. tracking where you identify as a person with helmet without helmet etc true what we are uh, we have been focusing on for the last few years now has been activity recognition to not just okay. identify uh, you know kind of what but what is being done right so somebody is smoking somebody has fallen down somebody is sitting sleeping uh, and that helps us uh, you know kind of the thing that i talked to you about waving to the camera okay, switch on my fan or right. uh, just saying that, uh, you know, kind of just shut down the light. Some sort of, a, you know, kind of a, a human gesture as, as you'd, you'd, you'd like to say to somebody else, right? Uh, so 
I mean, a lot of these gesture-driven things is is basically what's you know kind of potentially driving uh, you know uh, if everything that I just talked to you about the fact that a lot can be done in home automation that's visual only. Right, right. Oh my God, that's insane, yeah. And and uh, what about drones? Are you working in the drone sector also, building something with uh, since as you mentioned, it's, it's a flying camera. Are you doing something in that sector also? So uh, I mean, uh, we have nothing to do with the hardware of the drones uh, okay. but uh, we integrate with uh, you know kind of uh, commonly available drones that are out there for uh, you uh-huh. know kind of perimeter detection for uh, you know intrusion detection i mean we have customers uh, in solar farms where you know you typically have a solar farm has a you know periphery of around 7 7 and a half kilometers uh-huh. and uh, you know intrusion is quite off you know quite common there uh, you know uh, somebody coming in uh, taking the transformer and going out and that costs around to fifty thousand dollars wow so uh, and then you know kind of manning a boundary of seven kilometers requires you to have uh, you know a lot of people actively engaged there right so True. Uh, i mean we have uh, solutions uh, you know where, that currently deployed that use drones to you know kind of man the periphery uh, uh-huh. you know based on uh, of, you know person detection uh, so I mean we are working with drones, but we we don't uh, you know we're not involved in the hardware part of the drones, but most from the software perspective. Okay, okay. So do you believe that potentially or probably we can come into a time where the drones would be used for surveillance in public spaces? Uh, yes, I I think uh, you know kind of uh, you know if we, if we consider uh, drones as uh, just flying cameras, uh, absolutely. Uh, I think uh, to to a large extent, uh, you know, uh, for uh, for enforcing uh, you know pandemic restrictions, uh-huh. it was being used. Uh, you know, I know for sure that it was used in certain areas in Mumbai, uh, you know, certain areas in Delhi uh, right. to you know kind of uh, better monitor crowded markets. Okay. So okay. It should. It it will definitely be you know common more commonplace than it is today. My God, but that can also be intrusion in privacy. Don't you think so? And if not uh, entirely yeah, privacy, but uh, uh, that can also be like you know, kind of an ob. I don't know. It's like a like for example, let's say I'm driving into a public place and I see a drone. It could be a distraction for me. Uh, more often than not, it can fly quite high, uh, around okay. 50 meters, okay. or even a, even slightly higher. And uh, you know, kind of, unlike the ones that we use here for the you know kind of games, uh, uh-huh. you know, uh, the, the 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 commercial ones or uh, you know, right. I'd say the enterprise ones, they can fly quite high and uh, you know kind of are uh, quite unnoticeable, uh, you know, unless somebody is looking for them. Wow. Okay. That's. Uh... That's insane, yeah. That's insane. Okay, so Kunal, like, help me understand that uh, are you catering only to Indian customers, uh, or is it like foreign customers also that that you're catering to? Uh you know, we, we have customers in North America, we have customers in Europe, so uh, wow. you know, kind of, we are catering to uh, multiple different geographies. But I'm pretty sure that you would be having multiple geographical offices also, European office, US office. Yes, we have uh, we have an office in UK. Uh, we have another one in Canada and uh, one in uh, the US. Wow! How often do you travel? I mean, I two of these offices, uh, you know, kind of came up during pandemic. So actually, I haven't even been there once. Oh my god! Uh, but but 
yeah, I, before pandemic, I used to travel quite frequently. Okay, uh, okay. So, I missed that. So, how how has the pandemic been for you? Has it been a business booster or a trickler? What what has the, how has the pandemic been for you? I think pretty much for every AI company, it's uh, you know kind of uh, it, it's been something that has uh, you know kind of uh, you know p- pushed us forward uh, in terms of uh, you know uh, I would say adoption. Uh, you know, AI has become a must-have kind of thing rather than good to have uh, kind of thing in several organizations. So, right, right, right. I, 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 I mean, numerically speaking, uh-huh. I mean, what we you know kind of uh, the last two years. I mean, we've been uh, we've been there for eight years now. Uh, so mm-hmm. the last two years, uh, we pretty much uh, doubled uh, everything that uh, you know. I mean, we we measure our success in terms of number of cameras that are there on our platform. Mm-hmm. And so, whatever we had for the first six years, uh, you know, last year, year and a half, we've doubled that. So, do you mind uh, telling me the number of cameras that are there on your platform? Uh, say that again. Do you mind telling me the number of cameras that are there on your platform? Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, the num- total number of contracted cameras that we have on our platform is uh, slightly north of uh, one hundred and twenty-five thousand. So, about one point two five lakhs. My God. Your platform is catering to that. Do you have an entire data center for you to run that AI, Kunal? Uh, we have three data centers. We have in <laughs> North America. We have another one in Europe. And uh, oh my god! Oh my god! That's that's insane, Kunal. So Kunal, as much as I'm becoming fond of your business and what you're doing, I would definitely want to know how did you really start? How did you get into this? Uh, we, we, we kind of, uh, I, I think me and my co-founders, we had, uh, we had this, uh, you know, our, our entire experience, uh, you know, career-wise had been, uh, you know, kind of building enterprise uh, platforms, uh, you know, enterprise platform products. Okay. And, uh, you know, kind of, uh, as I uh, try to highlight this to you, uh, you know, I mean, essentially we, I mean, we, we definitely thought that it, uh, an enterprise uh, platform for uh, vision Mm-hmm. Based information was uh, something that was missing. Okay. We started small and uh, you know kind of uh, stayed small for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked on the product and then uh, you know I think slowly uh, you know kind of people also uh, started taking cognizance of the fact that you can't really be looking at uh, the feed coming out of every CCTV camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's got to be a better way of doing that. Right, right, so. right. That's that's very true. Okay, so. You said that you're eight years old. That means 2013 was the year you started. 2014, yeah, January 2014. 2014 January. Oh wow. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> what were you guys doing before that? Like job or just graduated or what? Uh, I we yeah. So uh, me and my co-founders, we were uh, in an organization called Antenna Software. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were. Uh, I mean, that was that organization was building you know, an enterprise mobility platform, basically, okay. you know, kind of a drag and drop uh, mobile app building platform at that point. Okay. So you guys were and, there uh, for like five, 10, 12 years? I mean, how long? I was there uh, for seven years. I think my co-founders were there for a little uh, less than that, but I was okay. there for, uh, you know, kind of seven years. Before that, I was, uh, I was again in enterprise business. I was uh, working on a, you know, uh, I was I was there in Germany for a brief while, uh, you know, working for IBM, and then uh, you know uh, I was in a French uh, consulting firm called Business and Decisions. Uh-huh. 
Wow, so <clears throat> you have ample amount of experience in terms of enterprise software solution. That's that's for sure. So uh, tell me about your educational background, Kunal. Like, how what is it? Are you just a graduate, postgraduate, or doctor, or why? Pass out of IIT Bombay, two thousand and four. Okay. So you're a graduate from IIT Bombay. Anything after that, or was it that's all? Yeah, that that's pretty much all. Uh, I mean, that was the end of my educational journey. <laughs> So you are. Uh, let me guess. Are you electrical electronics or something else? CS? I'm a civil engineer. Oh my God! What? Hence, you're, you're you're a civil engineer? This, yeah, that that's why I do so much for construction. <laughs> <laughs> my God! You're a civil engineer and you're yep. working with AI, and and you've been working in the in software SaaS enterprise. What would you do there in the companies? Were you like coder, software tester? Business? What were you doing there? I've been I've been a coder all all my life. I code even now. Why did so, you go for uh, civil engineering then? Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, usually that's that's how how things were way back in two thousand four. Not many okay. good opportunities in civil engineering. Uh-huh. So so sure. did you become a coder after engineering or during the engineering you decided okay I'll be a coder as well. Uh, you know, I was uh, was fairly interested in, uh, in in coding, and we kind of were exposed to uh, you know some sort of uh, programming all all our four years of uh, you know engineering. So uh-huh. okay. I think it wasn't uh, you know kind of uh, I mean you didn't really have to do something consciously to become a code coder. I mean that was uh-huh. that that's always an open option that's open. Right, right, right. And got a good offer there uh, in campus, and uh, you know that that's how I pretty much took to that path. Okay, so how many jobs did you precisely do before starting up? Uh, before starting up, I started up in two thousand and fourteen, so ten years. Ten years of job, and how many companies? Five, six? No, uh, I've been in three companies. Uh, been in three in companies for okay. those ten years. Yeah, right. seven years in in the company before I started. Okay. Three years in two other companies. That's a great experience and a great network with which you started your own startup. Yeah, I would say. Okay, so Kunal, help me understand. When you started out, was it completely on your own, or did you? I mean, did you bootstrap it? Are you funded? What is it like? We are still bootstrapped. So, uh, you know, kind of, uh, we 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 don't have uh, an investor in in, in IW so far. My God, this was. Kunal is an inspiration for you guys. I mean, look at the sector, look at the way he's been doing business, and it's bootstrapped. Oh my god! So Kunal, in simple terms, are you guys profitable or are you guys breaking even? We uh, actually, I mean, that that's the thing. If you bootstrap, you've got to be profitable. So all those eight <laughs> years, we've been profitable. Oh my god, guys, this is this otherwise we uh, can't really survive, right? Right, he oh. he's a true businessman. I mean, this is like. You know, a lot of people you'll see meet and see, see, see. You know, so they, I, I like, I've met both the kind of businessmen, and I've been in both the kind of situations also personally. So we've got a businessman who who will come up and say, "Ki," and especially Gujaratis, very honestly. Okay, so Gujaratis, Marwadis, all of them, but majorly Gujaratis. They'll be like, "Ki, dhanda karna hai, to profit aane ka hai. Tabi dhanda karna ka faida hai, wana dhanda nahi karna hai." Right. So, bhali saw rupee mein ek rupee bache, lekin ek rupee bachna chahiye. simple dhande ka usool right and then you'll also meet businessmen who'll be like initial investment hai loss jhelna padega you got to bleed but then 
there will be a time when you'll make ample amount of profits right and there are businessmen who actually go through that phase that they bleed then they break even and then they take huge amounts of profit that is also true so but definitely you know i have a i have something for businesses which are like profitable since day one kunal hats off to you man hats off i i am a big fan of you honestly and guys having global offices i mean you guys are already a mnc I bootstrap MNC is such a great deal. Oh my God! So Kunal, if if I have to ask you, what is the number of people who are whom you are providing employment? Hundred thousand? Hundred thousand? No, I mean we have a uh, you know kind of total number of employees. Is that what you're asking for? Yeah, like including uh, all the offices. We have hundred, hundred. Uh, you know, just close to hundred people. Wow, that means uh, US, Canada, UK, India included. Right, so uh, you know, kind of for most of our engineering, uh, you know, capability is in Bangalore. Uh, okay. You know, uh, our account management and uh, you know, I'd say uh, some sort of sales, uh, you know, offices are, uh, okay. you know, in these countries. So. Wow, that's that's great, yeah. So Kunal, now tell me, like, uh, tell me about a family. Like, what does your mom do? What does your dad do? Uh, so. Uh, You know, my my mom is a homemaker. Uh, okay. My uh my dad uh was you know kind of he retired uh, as a you know uh, as a professor of physics from IIT Bombay. Oh wow. Uh and uh, you know my wife uh, she is also a co-founder of IW and she is she is an author. Wow. And I have uh you know twin daughters, two year old. Wow, that's that's just great, yeah. That's great. So could I? If I have to ask you and try to trace back the root to where did the seeds of entrepreneurship lie in your life, what would you say? I would say, uh, you know, uh, I mean, kind of uh, right after passing out, uh, you know, or before passing out, uh, there was a, there was a venture that I wanted to get to, uh, uh-huh. and then uh, I mean, didn't work out. Uh, uh you know kind of i try to start up again uh you know kind of a couple of years later again uh, you know kind of not with a lot of success so mm-hmm. I, i would say it was iit bombay uh you know to a large extent uh, okay. you know people there have uh, a lot of entrepreneurial uh, you know kind of mindset mm-hmm. and uh, you know kind of it appears to be less of a technology institute and more of a you know kind of business institute so uh I I would say you know kind of uh, being in that college definitely was uh, something that uh, you know kind of prompted me towards uh, trying to do something uh, okay. you know on my own. That's that's a uh, great yeah that so that I mean I should say that your environment provoked you to do the to start a business. So why start it so late like after ten years of business? Why not earlier? Why not just after graduation? I actually did uh, try earlier. Uh, okay. You know, kind of. Uh, I was, uh, you know, kind of. I was a part of. Uh, I, I was one of the co-founders uh, of another uh, organization. I mean, I kind of started two years after, uh, you know, coming out of college. Okay. Uh, you know, kind of. We had uh, some sort of, uh, missing, you know, I would say, uh, you know, uh, we fell. The co-founders fell out. Uh, uh-huh. you know, so I, I kind of moved out. Uh, okay. So. Okay. But I've, uh, I've been been trying to try. I've been trying to start. <laughs> Uh, you know, okay, a few times okay. before the uh, IW. Okay, I get that. That's great, yeah. So, Kunal, uh, if I have to ask, like, what 
did you learn and what did you pick up from your first co-founder stint that you applied and not made that mistake in this company uh i think two key things uh, that uh, you know kind of mm-hmm. i would potentially you know kind of uh, like to let people who are uh, you know tr- trying to start know uh, is is one is if you try long enough you're mostly going to succeed the real mm-hmm. the real uh, challenge is uh, you know kind of uh, going through the initial phases of uh, crisis surviving for the first few years and then you know kind of things start looking up on its own uh, and 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 the second thing uh, is is you know kind of uh, i i think it's mostly about money uh, so i mean got to got to you know if you are if you are tech uh, you know kind of uh, i would say tech focused uh, you know founder uh, you got to find somebody who is uh, who is money focused right so mm-hmm. who can who can basically better plan your finances uh, you know kind of make sure that uh, you know kind of you got enough runway uh, because that's one of the most important reasons why organizations uh, you know kind of don't make it so right. you know kind of i think variety of co-founders uh, and uh, you know just just going through the first few years uh, you know i i think you know get there uh, you know will probably make it through all the way i get that okay so kunal in this journey as you say that you know and this is very true when bootstrapping the initial years are very hard like guys honestly speaking from experience they are very hard not that easy every penny counts every experience matters so kunal if i talk about your initial years when you guys started out right what was the biggest struggle that you guys faced and how did you manage that struggle i think the biggest struggle and i and i think it will be true for other ai startups also who started in 2014 not so for you know the ones that are starting now Uh-huh. Uh, was was essentially you know kind of uh, AI was to a large extent a laughing stock among ca- you know potential <laughs> customers as well. Right? Right. So something that uh, you know kind of made good to make headlines is a good buzzword. You might want to talk about it, but nobody would spend uh, you know uh, kind of uh, getting AI right. So and that was uh, you know kind of our, our our biggest problem, our biggest challenge for the first uh, year or so. Okay. And how do you actually invest? You know, kind of. Uh, I would say, uh, you know, uh, convince the customer uh-huh. to invest right. in in this particular technology. So. Okay. That okay. was the biggest challenge. That was, that's that's absolutely right. When you're doing something, something early, something ahead of time, it's very difficult to convince anyone to put their money into it, right. and. Uh, how did you really like when you started this out were you the only one or like as you mentioned there were two co-founders so how did you guys manage your financial situation because that's a difficult task actually there were three of us uh, okay. you know, uh, from from co-founding perspective uh, i mean what what we essentially did was uh, you know kind of uh, we, would, uh, we would we would would have uh, you know i mean we would, we would basically focus on on you know kind of uh, on customer uh, and uh, you know and we tried to uh, give them a solution uh, you know even without them believing in it right so to a large extent basically we gave them a pilot we gave them pocs and uh, you know let it run for 6 months uh, even though they were not paying and then 6 months later My we God. go back to their uh, management team and say hey you guys uh, this is what we found out and uh, you know kind of you had a solution I mean, you would have had twenty uh, less accidents, fifteen uh, less, uh, you know, 
uh, you know near misses etc wow. and that i mean the idea was that for that to make sense right so and and right. kind of luckily for us it did okay so you guys had to do that for such a long time my 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 god so but so you guys were running on all of your savings at that point of time and and, and wipes yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> i appreciate your honesty that's really sweet kunal i appreciate your honesty okay okay that's great yeah so kunal that gives me a very good insight into the business that you're doing and i definitely want to raise a toast to you that you saw this thing coming back in 2014 that's a big 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 vision guys honestly it's it's about the vision that how you see it when you see it and if you look at kunal uh, kunal's experience and do enterprise solutions that he's been working on i'll again say this one thing which i've already talked about in my podcast before that you can get such ideas you can only get such vision once you're deep enough inside any specific stuff be it media be it finance be it saas be it anything if you're so deep inside that you know each and everything from the beginning to the end of it that's the point when you can possibly see future problems and then come up with a vision which can generate potential business in the future so kunal hats off to you like legend hats off you could see this back in 2014 that's that's insanely great okay so kunal like we're almost uh, towards the end of the podcast and i don't think so there's a lot left that i would want to know from you but there's one thing which i really want to know is what are your future plans where are you planning to take this forward uh to the rest of the cctv cameras that are around <laughs> the world so okay 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 and so uh yeah we, we we basically want to continue growing uh, we are we've been last 3 years we've been doubling our revenue okay uh without external funding uh we would want to continue to do that uh you know uh, kind of uh, expand uh, i mean we we've made investments uh, to our uh, you know global uh, you know uh, to bolster our global presence and uh, we would like to expand on you know kind of some more profitable markets uh, out there in europe and north america okay uh, and that that's pretty much uh, what we, i mean we i would, I would want to continue uh, you know uh, uh, growing iw to you know as long as i can <laughs> that's great yeah that's great so kunal um that's my last question from my side that i would want to ask or know about you so guys before i wrap up the one thing that you know i would want you guys to pick up from kunal is definitely the vision is the great the perseverance that he has that he had you you know back in 2014 with which he stuck around did the business along with all the co-founders and the clarity that you have that you should not do everything on your own you need to have those different kinds of people who can have your back for different fields so like i'm sure kunal kunal is the tech guy kunal you're a tech guy right yes so kunal is the tech guy kunal has someone else of business kunal who handles your business who's the business part of it uh sakib handles finance uh, okay. sakib khan is a uh, co-founder the, he, the co-founder uh, he handles finance right. financial aspects of so, it so see as he mentioned earlier they need to be super clear clarity that how big is the runway how long are you going to go how is the finance happening who's the tech guy all these things are very interdependent so have the right kind of people in your team build the right team it might take time but then with that team you can create wonders believe me on that so 
kunal kudos to you on that and to that said i want to thank you so much for coming on the show it's been a pleasure talking to you and learning about your business and i wish nothing but the best for you for the business and for all the lives which are potentially getting saved because of your business and the ai vision that you are creating for all the cctv cameras in the world it's it's a great job kunal it's a great job and i look forward towards your home automation solution sometimes in the future because i'm a iot fanatic for that matter i would definitely love to know that and thanks again for coming in kunal i'd love to meet you sometime when i'm in bangalore sure not that you know as as you uh, rightly highlighted maybe we can just uh, sync up uh, over a beer sure uh, and uh, and thanks for the kind words so uh, you know uh, when when the home automation stuff comes there right i would definitely ping you thank you thank you so much kunal have a great day see you soon bye bye So yeah, Kunal, it's done. Okay, the recording's done. Your file is getting uploaded. Let me just download your file once. Sure. So Kunal, any any feedback before we wrap this up? Any like I'm open to positive, negative feedbacks. I'm open to completely open to negative feedbacks. Is there any that will help me improve? No, sir. The kind of I think uh, you know kind of went pretty well. Uh, you know, did cover uh, pretty much uh, you know kind of most of uh, the things that I've been doing. So right. Uh, all 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 amazing. ट I so want to see this working, and if I have to come to Bangalore to see this, I'll I'll come to Bangalore. No worries, I'll come to Bangalore to see this. Sure, sure. Puna uh, Sarthak, let let's sync up. Uh, you know, it'll be lovely chatting to you. Absolutely, absolutely, Kunal. And this as soon as this is out, we'll send you the links. And thank you so much once again for coming up. See you soon. Bye bye. I hope that you're able to take back something insightful from this podcast and apply it in your life to be a better version of yourself and add to your. Dhandoni Soch. If you know someone whom you think should feature on my podcast and has a very inspiring entrepreneurial journey, then do drop me a DM on my Instagram, S A R T H A K V A R S H N E Y. Sarthak Varshney. Yeah, that's me. I'm the founder of S V Clicks, and S V Clicks is the producer of this show. You can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn as well with the same name. If you're willing to listen to more. of such unheard inspiring stories of the entrepreneurs then don't forget to follow us by pressing that follow button on your podcast screen thank you for being such an amazing audience keep learning keep growing we'll be back soon see ya